Blog Talk Radio. Unmuted. Yo, good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, what's up, Stan? What's all right, man. man. Y'all go in, man. Hey, okay. all right. So, me and Pat were having a little conversation, right? First about off, I wanted to, I want to thank I want to thank Ammons for taking time out to set up this blog talk today, Stan. I don't know if you if you you know remember to do that, but uh, sorry, go ahead. Thank you very much. Let's get to it, man. Don't don't hold up. Don't don't stall any longer, man. Okay. Pat came up with a a very I don't know what to call this suggestion to the Lakers front office, but man, let's just let's just get to it. Uh, I don't know if I was able to change your mind yesterday. That's why I didn't want to go too in depth because I don't want you changing your mind today. I want you to. Say exactly what you said yesterday. Go for it. Okay, look. I'll say exactly what I said yesterday with an asterisk at the end. Now, basically, look, Stan convinced me that Brandon Ingram is worth the wait. Um, I was always skeptical about him. And, you know, I was actually talking about it yesterday with Stan, and I just was like, yo, man, we need to, we need to trade him. And he was like, dude, he's young, give him a chance, blah, blah, blah. But then I was thinking, like, you know, Lonzo is kind of just, like, not filling that void that, you know, we need, especially from a number two pick. So then I thought to myself, well, we have this kind of bunched-up group of power forward, and we kind of have, you know, all these, you know, random guards. We have an extra guy in Kuza who turns out to be a star, easily best rookie in the Lakers. My thought was this should we think about maybe trading Lonzo Ball by the trade deadline if Kuzma is already a better player than arguably Lonzo as a rookie and possibly putting up better numbers as Ingram did, or well, easily, you know, better numbers than Ingram did when he was a rookie. Do we trade Lonzo Ball for, say, a, a proven, decent, young, growing point guard? By like the name a, of? Like a, a la Alfred Payton type player who's 23 who gets the numbers who gets the numbers that we want Lonzo Ball to be getting now now is he the long-term solution I don't know but I think a trade for a consistent point guard would be better for the Lakers development rather than hoping that Lonzo becomes aggressive in shooting the basketball you know I figure we give him you know trade the circuits away and by the circuits I mean the big baller brand because now I'm, as a Laker fan, more interested in Kuzma and, you know, this young core coming together rather than worrying if the big baller brand is going to come in and scare free agents away or the big baller brand is going to make my Lakers look tarnished, whatever it is. I just think that for a lot of reasons and, most importantly, the fact that Lonzo Ball, he's obviously very talented. He's got value there, which is why I think trading is, you know, applicable but I don't think he's, like, so good where it's worth the wait along with the baggage with him. Now, maybe not Alfred Payton, but maybe you trade him for, like, a DeMar DeRozan-type situation. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, dude, that's what I was thinking. Okay. So, swap, you know, clean trade, Lonzo Ball for Alfred Payton? No, no. I was saying, so yesterday, to your point, I was saying if we traded away Lonzo – Let's say we trade away Lonzo and, like, Larry Nance or something. Lonzo and Randall for, I was saying, Alfred Payton, maybe Aaron Gordon, 
and Vucevic. So pretty much swap out the core of the Magic, who aren't even a playoff team in the East, and bring them to the Lakers. And then bring them to the Lakers. I mean, we're obviously good at the forward position. We wouldn't need to bring in Aaron Gordon. Vucevic is, you know, entering his prime. He's about 27 on on uh, the salary books for the Magic for another two years. So I don't know if they're willing to get rid of him like that. Hmm. And Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton for Lonzo Ball. Man, that, to me, Pat. For one I, player I, for I, – one player I for two players. I completely disagree with that. That that's <laughs> that's a nine. That's as a ten. That's as a eleven, twelve. Shout out to old skipping, skipping Stephen A. days, man. Like okay, Lonzo Ball. There, there's a reason for us to panic. Like like I was saying to you. Sure. My my thing with Lonzo. My main concern. Like I don't care if he's really struggling now. I just want to see if he has that Kobe work ethic off the court. I want to see his focus be on basketball. I don't, I mean, I, it's cool. You want to put out music, sure, do that in the off season, but I really don't want to see you putting out songs in the middle of the season, especially if you haven't even proven yourself. Damian so you, Lillard. Go, go for it. No, what were you going to ask? I was saying, so you agree with me? No, not, I'm, not, I'm not trading him yet, but <laughs> I just want to see, we need to evaluate, you know, how how like how is his work ethic? You know, Dave Miller puts his music out in the off season after he's earned himself. A lot of these athletes in this day and age, they're they're putting the the cart before the horse. They're they're trying to build their brand before it's what it seems like before they've even earned a spot in the NBA. Like in order to ha- in Agreed. order to put out the music, you got to at least you know make some all stars. You got to before you be a James Harden, Westbrook. Uh, you know, LeBron James, like Steph Curry, before you have a brand, you can't just be a brand before you even earn yourself, which is uh, great for his dad because they're making himself profitable, but it's just a bad look um, in terms of PR. Um, you know, you're, you're scared of the nightmare. But if the Lakers were to trade two number two point guards back-to-back seasons, that would be a PR disaster I think I would make, yeah. uh, because, because then it's just like oh my god they're panicking they don't even know this was Magic Johnson's pick and then the point guard of our future is supposed to be Alfred Payton we would be extremely ahead, disappointed right. if if I mean the only way that would work out is if Brandon Ingram becomes like a Kawhi Leonard and Kuzma is the real deal or we get Paul George to where the point guard isn't even our strongest suit, um, but that would just change the whole makeup of the team. Uh, but no, I'm not. I'm not willing to trade Lonzo yet. I'm giving him this full season. I'm probably giving him full next season. Uh, I'm giving him at least two seasons before before we trade. I mean, that's how many. That's how long we gave D'Angelo Russell. We put even more stock into Lonzo Ball. We've invested that much time into him. It, it wouldn't make sense to trade him, especially not trade him by this deadline. I'll give you this. Trading Lonzo this early, especially just after picking him up, would make the Lakers look very, very bad, you know, just in terms of their, you know, front office stuff, for sure. Now, I think that Alfred Payton, just in his his defense, or I guess in the defense of the idea, because to your point, do you 
think that this new shift to having a brand before you play, do you want, do you think that should be the culture that the Lakers should foster for these, you know, this young core? And, but it's not. Okay. I agree. I agree. And I know what I'm saying. It's not just the Lakers. It's like the, the NBA as a whole is kind of, that's I agree. just the direct, I mean, there's just so much money. People getting $200 million. Like, it, there's just so many opportunities to be made on and off the floor with Nike and and all these other opportunities. So I can't hate it. I can't knock it. Uh, but it's just a different, you know, it's different mentality than it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago where basketball was everything. And then they decided to think about off the court stuff, you know, once they have actually made us made a name for themselves I'm for the right you. reasons on the court. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Now, that being said, is that type of mentality good for the sport? Is that uh, type of mentality good for building a team? Man. Maybe yes, maybe no. But yeah, I know that as for all Lakers fans in regard to, you know, do we want that type of culture, you know, infused into the Laker young core? I think our answers are no. But to your point again as well, Lonzo's a spectacular player. And I honestly, if he keeps projecting, you know, he could be an all-star by the time he's 24, 23. You know, the talent's there. I just think that the baggage might be too much to develop Ingram to be that star player or Kuzma to, you know, kind of, you know, find his own. Okay. But to, I want to address your point about the Lakers, you know, and, and is it a good idea to have that culture with be, you know, off the brand stuff, like with off the court opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's like our main, <laughs> that's kind of our main selling point of free agency. I mean, Kobe was a brand, like one of the biggest brand in basketball at the time when he was winning sure. championships. So <laughs> I think, but there also has to be a fine line, like, okay, Kobe made it. Not everyone can be Kobe. So, I mean, that, I mean, especially being in the second largest market in the United States, really like the best NBA market, oh, being yeah. the Lakers, that's kind of hard to say, like, oh, no, we don't want to be that culture. But I get what you're saying. We want to see – we want to build a hard-working culture, which I do think Luke Walton and the coaching staff, I do think they do have that. And I'm not – you know, saying Blondo's not a hard worker or anything like that, I just don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just not exactly sure. Because, like, his mistakes now, they're, you know, they could. it's just a, a jump shot here and there. He can get better. But I wonder if he's really, you know, putting that work in in the lab like like he should be. And, and, that's, yeah. and that's to be determined. So we'll see. Uh, that's why it's way too too early to – even suggest trading him. I agree. And I think that, you know, I'll be, I'm sure I'll be, you know, reversing my stance when, you know, he, you know, if he does figure out, you know, these kinks here and there, I'm keeping Lonzo Ball. His passing is, you know, his court vision, all of that seems to be elite. I'm just, I'm nervous that, or I guess I should say I'm intrigued by Brandon Ingram's feelings. Because of, because of what you were telling me yesterday. And so I worry that that ceiling for Kuzma and Ingram, you know, I hope it's not hindered by 
you know, kind of just any extra, you know, non-basketball stuff. But should he be traded now? No, I don't think so. I think you're right. Should the thought come into play? I don't know. Like I said, if I'm trading him, it's for uh, it's for like a, a top three point guard in the NBA, top five point guard in the NBA. Dude, I'm down for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they're not trading Westbrook, but yeah. Well, I mean, hey, how about how about UCLA with the win last night though? They won. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Chris Wilkes, baby. They said no ball, no no problem. No ball, no problem. UCLA's a good team. I kind of feel bad about that situation, though. Did, did Leangelo get expelled? Nah. I just don't even know. They're not even really talking about it, man. But, uh, Ammons, man, what do you think about all this? Yeah, Ammons, we were, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, had <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, man, I don't know where you even, like, got that idea from. Like, I don't know, like, what made, like, man, it's so crazy, like, the idea that you even brought up with, like, man, it's so crazy. Like, I, I don't even really know what the, like, I don't know how to express it. Like, it's so crazy. Like, man. Well, look, like, look, look, look. <laughs> Who's putting up better stats right now? Between who? Between Lonzo and Alfred Payton. Dude, but Alfred Payton, like, how old is he, man? I'm on, I'm on Google right now. To 22, 23? Pat, Pat, if, if, you're saying, if you're really thinking about trading Lonzo, you have basically admitted that Magic Johnson was wrong for getting rid of D'Lo. Exactly. Like, we, that would be a mistake, man. I just think that I agree. Look, so I agree. I think. And dude, that, I just looked at Alfred Payton's stats, bro. He, if nine points, if he starts doing nine points here, seven point eight assists, three point five rebounds. But those stats so, are where we want Lonzo to be now. No, Lonzo is averaging that. He's averaging at least nine points and maybe not seven point eight assists after the last couple games, but there. The thing is with Alfred, like he could be a good player, but his ceiling is not high. Like he might, he might never make an All Star team. Like I, Mike Conley has never made an All Star team, and and Alfred Payton is not Mike Conley. Granted, they're playing in the East, but you know the All Star game is different now. The way they pick the team, so he might not even be an All Star ever. He might. <laughs> Maybe. I uh, maybe. I think And Lonzo Ball, he's got What the hell? My internet is active. Slow as hell. So Lonzo Ball is giving us eight point nine points a game, six point nine assists, six point four rebounds. Okay. Damn that shit went down. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot uh I mean it's pretty much the same like as Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton's a better defender, but Lonzo Ball, he has we we have a culture now with him in terms of like moving the basketball. Like he's a he take like although he might not bring a stat like kill us with stats right now, he definitely creates a a, a passing culture that 
and it's more of a winning culture than Alfred Payton does, I think. And look, to his true, I might be, I might be, you know, kind of going too hard on him. I just, I guess, I, you know, I don't know. I had the high school Bro, basketball no, I'm fever. I'm gonna tell you what he it is. Just, I'm gonna tell you what it is. But look, we're all emotional Laker fans, so we just want the yeah. Lakers yeah. to really win. And it's really hard seeing them play like this or like losing games. So it's just like, like we've all done it. Like, I mean, me and Stanley done it with Brandon yeah. Ingram. It's just like. When you see him oh, play yeah. bad, it's just like, all right, it's time to get rid of him. And then when he scores 20, it's like, okay, maybe there's some hope. So it's just hard because yeah. we have to wait to see them really like progress, dude. It's just really tough, bro. Like, it really is. Look, if you, Yeah, if you, like, this young team, man, it's like, it's, yeah. So if, if, you guys, if you guys think it'll be okay, then I'm willing to wait it out. Lonzo, well, yeah. first of all, Lonzo it's and Brandon Ingram—they're not going nowhere. Like even if we wanted them to, I mean, I don't want Lonzo to go nowhere. And Ingram, like Stanley's been saying, if if somehow they bring up the cousin thing again, then yeah, I would trade them. Cause I mean, shoot, we can find someone else to do it. And yeah, I mean, like at, at the end of the day, we just really have to wait and see. Like I'm just really like I, I'm just waiting till next year. It's, okay, this is what I was gonna say. Like, what's okay, so people are clamoring for Ben Simmons and all that because he's going to be the rookie of the year. But it's just like we really don't even know yeah. how he would have played his actual rookie season. He could have been timid his actual rookie season. But him having a year to see how the league is and sit on the bench and, like, watch everything, like, he was able to, like, just True. take all that information and transform it. So we don't know. Like, Lonzo could be spectacular next year, and this will be, like, just a forgivable rookie season. But, like I said, we just have to wait and see, dude. Like, we just have I, I'll, I'll run with that. I'll run with that. I see where you're coming from. I mean, you know, if next year he comes out and he's, you know, doubling his numbers, I'm keeping him all day. Yeah, Good, man. I'm, I'm going to say too, this, too, man. Now. No, go stand. Oh no! You. I was just gonna say, what's crazy too is I I just looked it up yesterday. Lonzo and Ingram are only two months apart, even though they're like the same. Even though they're a year a year apart technically, Ingram is really about as old as Lonzo. So I'm pretty sure Ben Simmons has got a year on Brandon Ingram. But yeah, I think he's got. Yeah, he he should have a year on him. Yeah. On, which is crazy. I didn't even know, like, because Lonzo was an old, you know, senior for his age. Because they're at that – when you're born in, like, September to December, you could really pick whichever grade you want to, you know, go on, be in. You know what I mean? You know those people that, like, oh, you're young for your grade or you're old for your grade back in school. Yeah. Like Macau, he, was, he could easily have been a grade younger, but he was in uh, – Graduated 08. But what were you saying, Amon? Oh, damn. Now I just forgot. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I think this was the point that I was going to say. Look, man, I'm going to keep it real, man. Look, well, our Laker fans don't want to hear this, but we we need LeBron more than ever, dude. I'm going to say why we actually do need LeBron. LeBron, with all these guys, and, like, he would, he would speed up the process. 
So regardless of how he's playing with Cleveland or whatever, like he would get these guys to mature faster. Like Brandon Ingram is not going to keep on having these games where it's like, oh, seven points. No, like LeBron's not going to let that happen. LeBron would mentally help out um, Lonzo because LeBron's been through everything. So he would be able to like, uh, like tell him all his experiences, like all the trials and tribulations. And Lonzo looked up to him so much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it would be like his perfect mentor. So even though, like I said, like I've been with Stanley on the whole PG DMC thing, but like the way that they play at times, I'm just like, yeah, they would need LeBron. If, if nothing else, just for like guidance and like just the speed of the process, like to get them moving along faster because like we just cannot wait like two more, three more years for Ingram to just be like going crazy. Like I know it took Giannis like, what, four years? Now it's his fifth year or something like that. But it's just like, dude, like, he's technically he's foreign. He's a Greek freak. Like, this dude's not foreign. Like, Ingram came from Duke. Like, we're expecting him to, like, his second year just to start shooting the lights out or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean with that with that mentorship because I definitely don't see Paul George coming in and being that mentor that LeBron would be. Um, and... and Paul George alone with DMC, that's like I'm not sure if that's enough leadership. Uh, I mean, shit, dude, we we'd probably be fourth, fifth seed at best with that, with just the additions of them. Um, uh, actually, no, no, that might be a third or fourth seed, but we'd have to see the development of Lonzo and Ingram. Uh, but yeah, man, LeBron. I'm calling for it, man. Hey, if Cleveland keeps losing, it's going to be easier, easier sell. Even even True. if they make it to the finals, like, dude, I, I know you don't like me saying this, but it's like, dog, they're really going to get swept. Like, I know I said this earlier, they're going to get swept. Like, it's not about to be no six games. Not with these, even with Isaiah Thomas, dog, it's not about to be no six. They're going to get swept out the building. Wade looks like he needs to retire right now. Uh, Crowder, like, where's the defense? <laughs> like, dog, they just look old. Jr. I don't even know what's wrong with Jr. I know people crack the hidden jokes, but it's like, dog, like, where are you? Like, where – Jeff Green is your second best offensive player? Like, third best? Like, come on, dude. Like, what's going on here? Like, they're going to get swept out the building, dude. LeBron's not going to want to keep on doing that. <laughs> it's crazy because I definitely – I thought at the beginning of the season, like, okay, boom, like, they'll all get it together. Then it seemed like once they lost Derrick Rose, the whole team just kind of just lost it. And, yeah, they're they're going to lose. They might get swept, honestly. Uh, we'll see what they look like with Isaiah Thomas, but it's not looking good. All right. So, Even, all right. Let, 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 Oh, Pat, do you have anything more to say about basketball-wise? No, all good. Okay, I, I wanted to get to the uh, NFL thing. So, okay, like we're in week 10, obviously, and it's a little bit then less, uh, less than half a season left as far as the regular season. So right now, in terms of the playoff seeding for the AFC it's Pittsburgh, New England, Kansas City, Tennessee, then wildcard, Jacksonville, and Buffalo. Then for the NFC, it's Philadelphia, New Orleans, Minnesota, Rams, then wildcard, Seattle, and Carolina. So 
uh, I, I just wanted to give like my take on this. Uh, feel free to like jump in, but I feel for the AFC. Me personally, I really think it's between Pittsburgh and New England. I think the most important game is going to be New England at Pittsburgh this year. I think they're at Pittsburgh this year. I feel like whoever wins that will end up winning uh, the AFC overall because they will have home field advantage. And I just don't trust New England's defense going away. I think, yeah, they've improved, but I still think they're suspect. <clears throat> and I think that Pittsburgh could find a way to win at home in the playoffs against New England as long as the offense goes through Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I would have put Houston in this race, but obviously Watson is gone, which is unfortunate. I think Kansas City is going to win the West still. But I think they'll be like 11-5, and five, uh, maybe 10-6. But I think 11-5 and because the Broncos offensively is just lost. Uh, Tennessee, I think we all agree Tennessee is going to end up winning, which is somewhat unfortunate because it really should have been Houston. Um and then uh, as far as Jacksonville, Buffalo, I got both of them going in. I, I feel like this is uh, the, the lineup. Like, I, I don't feel like it's going to change. I, I think that Jacksonville and Buffalo are both going to end up uh, in the playoffs. Uh, what's your take? Maybe a little bias here. Okay. First, I'm going to address the, pa- the Patriots. I picked them to win it all this year. I'm sticking with the Patriots, going to the Super Bowl, winning the big show back-to-back. And then and then go from there. Uh, the playoff race is real interesting. I think Jacksonville, I'm not sold on them completely getting in yet. Uh, even though the Chargers, you know, they're not – they haven't been great this year. I'd, I'd watch out for an upset alert this weekend. If they lose, I mean, it, it tightens the race up just a little bit. I haven't looked at the rest of their schedule. You know, I haven't compared the Bills' rest of their schedule in quite some time or the – Jacksonville schedule for some time. Um, so that could be an interesting race. I did like Tennessee, uh, but I, I'm just not sure. i got to take a look at the rest of the schedule. Um, but Raiders. Raiders, baby. We, <laughs> Raider Nation. We, we <sighs> dude, okay, we got some time. We got We got some rest this week. We just got to win. The, I think the big crucial games are going to be, again, if we, could, if we can go and beat Kansas City, somehow upset New England and win Dallas. Those three games, because uh-huh. we're, beating, we're beating San Diego. We're beating the Chargers, L.A. Chargers. We are beating them. So if we win against the Patriots, against the Chiefs, and against the Cowboys, book it. We are in that AFC wild card race, baby. We're in there. Hey. Have, Amit? Go ahead, Pat. I think that as a Jets fan, when it comes to the NFL, I'm with you guys. <laughs> I, think, I think the Raiders are uh, – when it comes to the Raiders, I'm with you, Stan. <laughs> Dude, but for me, honestly, like, the NFC is a little bit more like I have no idea. Like, Philadelphia is playing unreal right now, but I'm just like, is this going to translate to the postseason? I don't know. <laughs> I'm rooting for them. In all honesty, because I like wins, I'm rooting for them. Um, obviously, y'all know who I really wanted to make it out, but uh, – 
Yeah, we're going to talk about that. But I'm also rooting for Carolina. <laughs> I'm also rooting for Carolina. I want to see them get it together and pull it pull it together and make a make a run. Um, but I, I also know I got Detroit. Detroit's my 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 underdog that I'm rooting for to still make it in the wild card. Got to look at the rest of the schedule. Um, but I think this second half of the season is going to be. This, this, like from this point forward, I think every game is important for every team in the NFL that at least cares. You know, that's at least in that in that hunt. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but uh, Amos, who you got out the NFC? All right. So, damn. Okay. See, I got the first four. I agree with uh, the seeding. Well, I think the Rams are gonna get maybe a little bit up higher because Minnesota is going to lose to the – I think they're going to get swept by the Lions, I think. We'll see. But uh, see this, Seattle, Carolina, and people keep trying to forget about Dallas. Like, the great thing about uh, <laughs> Zeke being suspended is now all the people who are doubting Dak, now we'll, we'll see what happens. If Dak can win more games than lose in those six games without uh, – Zeke, then they'll say everything that needs to be said about Dak as a quarterback. Even though I think he's a really good quarterback already, um, but I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't trust Carolina. Like I think they're going to win again uh, this upcoming Monday. But it's just like the way that they're winning, it's not like it doesn't make me feel like oh they can go to the playoffs and maybe get to the Super Bowl. Like. Like, they're struggling offensively, but not like Seattle bad, obviously. But, like, still, like, and Cam is so inconsistent. You just don't know, dude. Like, he'll be good this week, and then the next two weeks, he'll start throwing picks. So, it's just like you just don't know. I, I, for me, personally, I would have Philadelphia, New Orleans, Rams, Minnesota, Seattle, and Dallas, which means Carolina would be out. Like I said, I could be wrong, but. I, I I just I don't trust Carolina all the way, and I want to speak on this Raiders situation. Okay, so this is my thing with the whole Raiders thing. Okay, so the Raiders are four and five right now. The, they've lost to Baltimore, who's also four and five, and they've also lost to uh, Buffalo, who's five and three. So my mm. issue with that Raiders mm. situation is. You would need Buffalo. Well, Baltimore is going to lose some more games. But we also lost. We were, we were also without Carr, though. We were also without Carr. What do you mean? We were also without Carr against Baltimore. No, I get that. But I'm talking about in terms of seeding. Like, they would have a tiebreaker over you because they're beating y'all. Like Buffalo beat y'all. Yeah. Like even, no, no, I was just say, mentioning that. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm saying that like, let's say that the Raiders end up like nine and seven, and Buffalo's like nine and seven. Buffalo's gonna end up in a in a yeah. playoff because yeah. So that, I'm saying like y'all yeah, beat Buffalo another. to just like be losing a bunch of games. Like we go like on a four game losing streak, and somehow y'all would need Jack to be losing games too. Yeah, something like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I look. I don't have them going to the playoffs, but hopefully for y'all's sake that they somehow luck up in there. I, the one thing I do like is that Lynch finally played good last week. He had a two touchdown game. He says he had a hundred yard game, but just him, like some of the runs that he made, it was like okay, maybe maybe he'll finally heat up 
uh, later during the season. Because other than that, it's been a golf season for Lynch coming back. Um, what I was going to say. Okay, so in the NFC, I feel like I feel like the three contenders to me, in my opinion, would be Philadelphia, Dallas. I know Dallas right now is number seven, but I, I don't. I just think they're going to somehow end up in the playoffs. And if they do with that defensive line they have and their linebackers, I think they could make a good run. And believe it or not, I'm really not trying to sound biased about this. I do think the Rams have a chance because, number one, Seattle lost Richard Sherman. Uh, Earl Thomas has this hamstring injury. Crazy. He'll be back, but still. And their offensive line is, is still not uh, gelling or whatever. And with the Rams, this And they should have beat him in L.A. They should. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my only like, argument think, that I, I have for the Rams. Play. Oh, continue? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say my argument for the Rams is that they have won on the road. Like, they have not lost yet on the road. Hopefully I don't jinx them. But that is a good sign in terms of, like, going to the playoffs because that tells me, like, they're doing what they need to do. They're taking care of the ball, uh, barely no turnovers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, obviously the biggest uh, question mark will be golf. Uh, that why the that Seattle game at Seattle will be their biggest game of the season. Uh, you know this this weekend they have the Texans. Watson's not there. I would have picked the Texans to win, but Watson's not there, so that's all I'm that win for them. But Seattle can golf finally overcome that defense, especially with Richard Sherman gone, and can he play the like the way that he's been playing majority of the season in the playoffs? We won't know until they get into the playoffs, but. That coach is phenomenal, and I really hope he gets coach of the year. He deserves it. I know Doug Peterson will be in the running too, but Carson Wentz was amazing the first couple of games last year. And had he had the wide receivers that he has now and the the O-line healthy, I mean, they would be in the playoffs last year in my opinion. So I really feel like Sean McVay should get the uh, uh, coach of the year. I want to apologize to that man because when I first heard his name get hired, I thought they made a bad hire. I really wanted so badly for Kyle Shanahan to be the head coach, and that didn't happen. So I want to make an apology. Like, that man has been amazing, at least through these uh, eight, first eight game or first nine games. Like, he's just been amazing. Uh, I got Carson Wentz's MVP. He completely deserves it. Um, the Eagles should be favored to win the NFC. Uh, we'll, we'll see how they play, though, in, in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, for rookie of the year, like offensive rookie of the year, I think we all would have had Watson Bates out now. So I think they're going to give it to Fournette yeah. by default. Um, damn, defensive rookie of the year, Sad. I forgot the dude's name, but he plays on the Saints. Um, yeah, I forgot his name. But he's, like, in the secondary or whatever. But him and this other rookie that they drafted have been the reason why the Saints uh, have been good defensively. Dude. So. Yeah, I'm about that, to say, give it up to the Saints this year, man. The Saints are finally—it yeah. looks like they're going to make the playoffs, and and Drew Brees yeah. is going to get a playoff run. I'm happy for him, man. He just—they—they they need to be good. The NFL is a lot yeah. better when the Saints are, are good. They're the most surprising team this year, and like you said, all credit goes to them. The most disappointing team to me has been the Giants. Uh, they need to get rid of that whole staff. Um, and yeah. probably start from scratch. I I don't know about trading Eli yet. I feel like you could draft a quarterback high and have that quarterback sit a year or two. 
behind him and then let him go. But it depends on what quarterback you get. We can talk about that another day because I know that will be a long topic. But, uh, yeah, um, how about we go into uh, the rest of the games for this uh, week quickly. Um, Saints at the Bills. I have the Saints. What about y'all? I got the Saints. I got the Saints. I will go Saints. I'll go Saints. Okay. Packers versus the Bears. This would have been a blowout had, you know, who been still healthy. But I'm going to go with Mitch Trubisky and that running game. I think they will squill out a win against the Packers at home. I got the Packers, baby. Brett Hundley. I liked what they were doing last game. I mean, granted, it was very conservative, but they were moving the ball very, you know, he wasn't, Hundley's not making too many mistakes. I think behind the crowd at home, I think they'll, I think they'll kill this one. I think they got it. Packers. Who's at home? Bears. Packers. Okay. It's at Chicago? Yeah. Oh, it's at Chicago. Shit. Yeah, Packers at Chicago. Uh, Oh, if it's uh, – I'm sticking Packers. Can't back I'm, out now. Oh, man. I'm going to flip a coin in my head, and I'm going Bears at home. Although, I'm on okay. 149. Now, we've got the Browns at the Lions. That should be annihilation. Lions. Lions, Lions yeah. Lions, they're trying, okay. to, they're trying to get back in that playoff picture. Yes. Steelers at the Colts. I got the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers, uh, Steelers Chargers, for sure. Chargers at Jaguars. I got, I got the Jaguars. I got Chargers. Chargers at Jaguars. Uh, Chargers. Okay. Jets at the Buccaneers. I got the Jets. <laughs> it's how you know the season's, uh, season's definitely I got turned. So is everybody I know Jameis Winston's been going through some shit Like what Is something been going on with Jameis Winston Because I keep getting alerts on him uh, Amateur okay, so first of all, he's, he's not playing for like Another couple of games He's been shut down for another couple of games Quote unquote due to his shoulder but a lot of people think that it's because he needs to be disciplined for his immature act last week at the Saints. Um, he's had a really disappointing mm-hmm. season. I, I, the Buccaneers should yeah, be in the running for one have. of the most disappointing teams. Yeah, I think the Buccaneers have been you, – you said the Giants have been the most disappointing. Like, I think the Buccaneers are right there with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Winston's uh, just been really immature, and he's regressed this season. Yeah, I got the Jets. Pat, I'm going to go with this. Um, you know what? Jets, Jets, Jets. You know what? I will go Jets because, it, you know, of course, for my Jets. However, if I were to bet money, knowing my Jets, I think that the Buccaneers are going to going to pull off something at the end and, and probably win by like three or four points in, in a very typical Jets fashion. Well, it's going to be Josh McCown versus Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think. That's true. That's true. I got the Jets. Okay. I'm going to go so Jets. Be- okay. Bad, so, 
We got <laughs> we got Bengals at the Titans. I got the Titans. I got the Titans. Who are the Titans playing? I didn't hear you. The Bengals. Titans oh. at home. <laughs> Bang- Bengals. What's going on with the Bengals? No, that's not what a whole mean? lot. <laughs> They're losing. Are they like yeah, they, they suck. Three and five. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, then the Titans for sure. Okay. Oh, so this next one. We, we got the Vikings at the Redskins. Oh man, that's a close. That's going to be a really close game. I I barely got. The I Vikings got right. I got Redskins. Mm-hmm. I got Redskins. Pat? I got Vikings. Okay, Vikings. Okay, Texans at the Rams. I got the Rams. Yeah, Rams. It's Rams for sure. Okay. Um, Cowboys Ooh. and the Falcons. I got the, the Cowboys. Without Zeke, I still got the Cowboys winning. I got the Falcons. I got the Falcons for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, Giants at the 49ers. Wow. I got the Giants. 49ers win their first game at home. Just a reminder, Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing yet. Damn, and they but they still got um what's his They're playing that Hoyer? best no, they traded the guy. Yeah, they the Hoyers with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah. yeah. I'm sticking 49ers. I'm going 49ers based on probability. Next, Patriots at the Broncos. I think we all got the Patriots. Patriots. Okay. Then Dolphins at Panthers. I got the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. I'll go Panthers for sure. Okay, so that's pretty much all the games for uh, today. I mean, tomorrow. And yeah, the, the Lakers are going to be at the Bucks tonight. Yeah. Lakers at the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bucks, the Bucks, hey, Bucks just had an impressive win back last back. night. Yeah. Brandon, let's see what Brandon Ingram does, man. Let's let's see. You got to watch him. I'm gonna be watching Kuzma too. And we got and Eric Bledsoe. Lonzo Ball's got to face the fast Eric Bledsoe tonight. So I want to see, I want to see him hold his own. Okay, Dude, I, gotta this, I, I, I gotta get this out. We, oh man, the media. I know the media's been on the ball, family, but they gotta stop playing up these Lonzo matchups. Because next Wednesday it's gonna be the 76ers at the Lakers, and it's just like. I'm just gritting it because they're just like being Simmons versus Lonzo. It's like Lonzo's not going to score, dude. Like he's not going to score. And yeah, yeah they like, keep doing the Lakers, that. They'll be like the Lonzo yeah. versus whoever Lakers or say Brandon Ingram shit. Like say the the matchup, whoever's match. Like Brand, like say Kuzma too. Like it's just because ball sells. That's all it is. I could say something really funny right now. Yeah, I agree. The pressure is too yeah. much. Like, you you got to think. The pressure is too much for these kids sometimes. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for this game, though. I, I didn't even realize it was a game at 530 today because I'm not used to us playing on Saturdays. But let's do it. 
Oh, yes. God. Please, Lonzo. It, it's just like um, the hardest part about watching Lonzo, for me, when he misses the layups and the free throws, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, dude, are you serious right dude, when now? He like, misses, when he misses layups and then when he – <laughs> He's at fifty percent from the line. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then like when he misses, sometimes he'll miss like off, like it's hitting the the bottom of the side of the backboard. I'm like, dude, like you're like you're at, you're not even close sometimes. And you're wide in their wide open shots. Like the defender's going under the pick, and you're shooting a wide open shot, and you're hitting the bottom of the backboard. Like, I just like I just don't I don't know like where is his confidence, dude. When he was at UCLA, I know people say like, oh, he missed a concrete clutch. No, there were certain games where he would hit the shot, and you know he kind of like have like that cocky attitude, but it's just confidence, like you know, like that dog in him, like.